Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Soul Serum Podcast. I am your wearing all black counting stacks in the back of my Z3 host, Clay Bonin. I am joined by my, they say move in silence because they're snakes in the garden, co-host Tanner Mavis. <laughs> yes, sir. And we are back on the show, back on the Soul Serum Podcast, back with another interview this week. Um, before we introduce our guests, as always, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, follow the podcast page on Instagram especially because whenever we do these brackets to these tournaments i'm gonna start putting the polls up on the ig stories so i want all of you all to vote on that also subscribe to us on youtube the tv page as well as the main page we have two music videos that just came out on the main page kill bunk and mirage um go support john's bad sleeping habits and watch those (laughs) videos please yes sir and join the discord as always we got probably shouldn't have said that but yeah well i'll bleep out what you just said so nobody's gonna know what what it is um but enough of that boring stuff today on the show we have what i would say is one of the most exciting music duos coming out of the cincinnati scene um they have a rabid fan base their song pop culture has over a million streams and they are only just getting started uh joining us in the studio today we have three rem we have mike and andy with us (laughs) today can we get a clap from the studio audience please yes sir thank you guys thank you how we doing fellas good good good, yeah I'm glad you all made the trip all the way down from Colerain to come see us. That's a 45-minute drive. Yeah. Um, has anybody ever told you guys you look similar to each other? Yeah. You guys yeah, just, I think you get that all, all the right. time. That's, that's the one twin joke I have. That's the only one. That's all, that's all I have. Um, so, yeah, uh, 3REM is a music duo out of Cincinnati. Um, and I know you all have a lot of really early music memories, like asking your mom how to write a song, family members playing music, the, the studio in your all's basement. But how did the formation of like what we know as 3REM today like actually come about? Um, I guess just from being like we, we would... Uh play soccer back in high school mm-hmm. and we didn't have a driver's license yet so we get super bored in the summer and we decided to make music one day and we just kept working at it and getting better and then eventually like our team started to form around us and like we decided to take it more seriously and start 3REM and then like just a year of developing from like we started it two summers ago and then that's when we dropped like Garden and then Hollywood Thrills um, then pop culture and tongue tie came out that that winter, mm-hmm. and then um, like from there we just we've been working on our like a lot of unreleased music right now that's about to be dropped pretty soon. Yeah. So we, I think we found our sound already. Like I know Fiki was telling about it, like talking <laughs> to us. He's like, it's crazy. You guys already know your sound. Like, yeah. I just think it's from just being locked in our basement and literally just only working on music. This Were whole you time. all making music similar like to what you're making now? Like when you started in the basement or, God, or no. okay, okay, God, no, dude, that's what God I was hoping to hear. Dude, no, it was music horrible. Sucked. Yeah. What 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 was it like? What were you guys making? Yeah, I mean, what were you trying to make? Really bad, like sad music. It was just yeah. like the generic shit, like mm-hmm. just like the uh, like I'm so sad, <laughs> like you know, it was just stupid. It was just yeah. really bad. Like yeah. you could tell it wasn't like it just wasn't good. Right, right. You didn't know how to mix or like no, produce anything. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's something that that's important. Is you all 
produce right mix like everything, everything right oh, like yeah. every step of the way every you step. all <laughs> and, they, and they do shit it. for other people too yeah like yeah. that last jesse song they was all, they produced oh, and engineered right, that yeah. right right okay big flex okay. Yeah. i see i see um is there like do you all do everything just because that's like how it kind of happened for you all or or is that it's, like do you all like a, purposefully it's, yeah, it's out of pride that? honestly because like I, i'm tired <laughs> of like people commenting like oh this guy used that beat like way more fire song I'm just yeah. like dude what come on well that man. we just like we never went to his studio because we didn't have the money for it yeah that's right so right we just we started recording all of our own stuff from from the jump and then it just transitioned into using our own production to it. We just didn't want to use YouTube beats because of that reason. But yeah. we still will, like, rip YouTube beats, write a song, and then, ch- like, I'll go and take the isolated vocals and remake the whole <laughs> yeah, beat. Yeah, make a whole new beat behind it. <laughs> so you're, like, basically sampling, like, free, like, yeah. tight beats. Yeah, that's it's, fire, it's, if something inspires me that somebody made, I'd be like, this is kind of cool to write something over, but I yeah. wouldn't want to put my whole song behind it. So true. if it's, like, a guitar true. loop that I think is really fire, I'll just write over that. So do you ever like recreate? Do you ever like get like little pockets of like tight beats and like recreate <laughs> no, them on no, your I, own? I, I you just, no, I, I recreate everything. I don't like I don't take people's tight beats. And, uh, like, I don't okay. steal melodies from people's tight beats and stuff. Yeah. No, everything's every, it sounds completely different. You wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't know it's the same beat at all. It's I like see. totally different. You're just like using a feeling that you're getting from this beat yeah, to like yeah, ultimately exactly. reach whatever goal you're yeah, trying to reach mm-hmm. in the song. I see. I see. The only thing that stays the same is the BPM and the key. That's it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, even the BPM can change too. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, so still keeping on like kind of the beginning here, you all went, I guess you all still go to an all boys Catholic high school. No, we right? don't. Oh, you we all don't, don't anymore? So been, Fuck yeah. I'm a, happy to yeah, hear that for you guys. You, thank exactly. you. It was horrible. But it's been a crazy year. So we decided to leave LaSalle, like the, our old high school, mm-hmm. um, like sometime last winter. Okay. And then when quarantine hit, we went online anyways. Right. And... Um, we just wanted to be done with school. We didn't need that many credits, but they wouldn't let us leave the high school like early. Yeah. I just didn't want to be there. They were going to have us like, you take four classes in the morning and you have a study hall the rest of the day to work on your music. I had to battle yeah, with the vice principal over and over yeah. again. And I was yeah. like, I don't want to stay here. Like this is, this is like a prison. Like, yeah. I guess that's different. I, I went to a public school. So like people like could just be like, later yeah. i'm out of here yeah, like no, but you know all, like i'm sure that school is very small so it wasn't like you all could just go under the radar yeah like, no, they, they want, and plus we were like whatever. i mean i was like 10th in my class so they wanted us to stay yeah, so bad yeah, like yeah. Yeah. well damn um, i'm happy to hear that you all are yeah. out of that because so, i yeah, i understand to, that was like not a great environment no, for you guys but we switched to Coleran our senior year and then we took two college classes for like dual credit. Yeah. And then like we still have a government class to finish. And then I'm done with high school yeah. finally. Yeah, <laughs> I have one more class. That is amazing. That's great to hear. Um, well, I, I kind of wanted to ask you all about like when you all are starting to create music in and you're going to this Catholic high school, like I, you all have expressed before the, 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 the high school, it's like highly sports driven. There's mm-hmm. like a lot of big macho energy yeah, going yeah. on in there. Um, do people at your old school, like, do they even know you all made music? And if they do, or if they did, like, how did they receive it? So Some people funny, did. But funny story. Like we, we went back to LaSalle like last week to visit our old, like Photoshop teacher. And, like, he was a very big fan of me and Eddie from the start. Like, he played our music in, in the Photoshop class while you were there. Like, right when we started 3M was when we took that class. And he was super hyped about everything. Shout out. Like, What's that teacher's name? Mr. Midkiff. Shout, Shout out, out Mr. to Mr. him. Mr. Midkiff. He's a beast. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, like, 
we came back last week and we were playing music and then this guy named Bucket walked in. And <laughs> Wait, hold on, pause, 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 pause. <laughs> His name's Bucket. Bucket? I, don't, I, don't, okay. I don't ask why, I don't know. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> but, that's fine, that's fine. His name's Bucket, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> like, he, Mickiff was like, oh, you, you know, the Trem Boys, they make music. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I make music. He's like, I don't even know you guys. I'm like, people, well, didn't, like, <laughs> people forgot who we were. flew under the radar yeah, so much. Yeah. Like, forgot. So, so nobody, I mean, like, so people didn't really know that you all made music no. all that much. Nobody really cared. It's nobody like, really cared. Like, oh, that, that's interesting. Cause I was, so you all were basically just like on some, like, like fuck those people that like it, like yeah. there's no point in even like trying to like get didn't out. didn't want to hear it. But if we'd show it to them, they would just like say it's trash. Like, in yeah. the, I mean, it was trash in the beginning, but like. They still wouldn't. It's not their style. They like to listen to, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they wouldn't want it. What 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 were you at? Like a house party from your from your <laughs> high school. What what's the playlist looking like? Oh my god, uh, dude! It's, it's baby, rap caviar. Like, like I asked yeah. this kid. He's I'm not gonna say baby. his name, but he was like like one of the football players, and his family's super rich, and so like he was he ruled that school, and um, like I was talking to him in English class one day, and I was like, "What music do you listen to? Like, where do you find your music?" And he's like, <laughs> Just whatever's like popping up right now, like on rap caviar or something. I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> so I don't even like if like Uzi would drop an album, I wouldn't even listen to it. I would just wait for people to tell me what songs were good. And I was like, oh, dude, <laughs> you have like zero music taste. That's insane. That is weird to me that like I mean, I understand like people are maybe not as passionate about music as I would say the people in this room are, but mm-hmm. like people who like don't even like know like albums or like artists or whatever i'm just like so confused yeah, i don't know how they they're, they're, so they're robots i don't understand me. how yeah. you can't live like yeah. that um continuing along with this i i think in, in kind of transitioning into the music but i i get this sense from a lot of your all's music that you feel misunderstood or, or kind of like a black sheep in in your surroundings a lot of the times um is the music that you all make like a way to make your all to make yourselves feel more heard or, or more right in your own space. Does uh, that make sense? Or am I to like, be honest, I never thought of it that way, but it yeah. kind of makes sense. Like our whole uh, kind of our family doesn't like the fact that Mike and I make music. And it's just, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. No, they just, they never, they it. want us to go to school. I don't want to go to college. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to college next year. I told them I'm taking a gap year, but it's probably going to be longer. Yeah. Than this one year. yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. So we're getting like, we're not getting like we're basically we're getting cut off from the family like not cut off from the family but like completely financially support is just gone starting September mm. because Damn. we're not going to school wow. so like I have to just start fending for myself now I don't know what's gonna happen but we'll see how how it plays out I guess what um, how does that make you all feel terrified you'll be all right terrified you all should feel terrified but uh, you all i think are driven and passionate about what you all are doing yeah. obviously mm-hmm. and i i mean i would say that you all do have success behind the music already so like they can think what they want but yeah. but that is that is kind of a scary feeling it would be more terrifying if y'all got cut off and like you weren't making music you were just like Oh, I'm not going to college. I'm just going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, you, at yeah, least y'all have a direction, true. and y'all right. know what, y'all know what you want to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. You just got to go harder. So, I mean, so how am I trying to put this? And on that same accord of being misunderstood, uh, 
Well, I'm really fascinated that your all's family doesn't support you all making music because <laughs> yeah, no, you all like the studio was in your all's basement. I understand yeah. it was like for like a live it's, setup, but like you all converted it into making your own music. Like yeah. did I, your parents, your dad play music? My or? dad is in a band. He's been in a band since high school, like since our age. And uh-huh. like, I guess he supports it, but at the same time, he's like doing like absolutely nothing to like ensure that like we make it it's like uh-huh. he'll he'll give us like well not even not even recently like he hasn't done much for us at all like what, what was the last thing he got us for the studio it's been a while like we got our, our new apollo was our, our private investor and so was our computers and then so mm-hmm. was pretty much everything else we just bought ourselves like wow doesn't really buy much anymore but the start he did so he did support us for a little and then like i feel like once he like like realize like I don't want them to become musicians as like a career like he kind of stopped I mean he always said from the jump like uh you can do music but your school like your schoolwork can't slip at all or anything like that and I just I still got straight A's and like maybe a B every once in a while but this year has been a train wreck I hate school (laughs) so much it's just kills me does that affect your all's like outlook on the music or make or even your process of making the music like having that feeling well there's not as much pressure as it used to be because like this year we only had like two classes at uc because we did dual credit mm-hmm. and then we had like the one government class through Corey. and so like the first semester of this year's school year was rough because that was our math and english class but I already taken pre-calc and I took it again. So it was pretty easy, but like our pre-calc did not cover trig as much as the UC's pre-calc did. So I was mm-hmm. like, dude, this is, I'm weighing over my head. Like at this point, <laughs> at this point I'm using like photo math for everything. Like, <laughs> this is awful. And uh, I ended up getting a B or no. Yeah, a B. Yeah, a B and then I got an A in English, which was also rough. But my entire English like projects and everything i did in that class i just wrote about my music and like, yeah yeah if, anybody, if finds somebody finds websites, it i gave out a bunch of free, free game, game, bro. <laughs> <got> free game. <laughs> is that was that always your all's fun fact in the like stand up and introduce yourself thing like yeah. uh I well make, it was it was music. all online we, we had to make yeah, word presses and so oh, that was like the I thing see. like i made an infographic on how to like develop as an artist and grow and like like build like it was all based off discourse communities you know what that mm-hmm. is yeah we had to like, I basically compared like Soul Sim to a discourse community and that was like my exam. And then like I wrote about like what I've been doing and how like artists that I'm involved in is kind of like a discourse community. And like, I don't know, it was, it was very Damn. like rhetoric. But free academic terrible. game, not yeah. just free game. <laughs> yeah. This is some academia shit yeah. we got going on. Um, all right. I lied about only having one twin thing earlier. I do just have a <laughs> single twin question though. Okay. Um, and I'm sure you all fucking get questions all the time about being twins so i'm very sorry but i have to ask because the twins that i work with uh shout out adam and rowan if they're listening but the i I work with these with these two twins at the restaurant um and whether they know it or not i've just like observed their behavior like there's definitely some sort of unspoken like whatever twin i don't want to say telepathy because that makes it sound like fucking phony magic but like there is like an underlying connection there does does that ever benefit you when you're creating music like yeah like you're thick you're like damn i need this drum sound right here and mike is just like like without you having to say it does not, that ever not work like that it's more about like the different takes that we'll do or like other things like i can just be 
because we're brothers, you could be a lot more like hard on the person. Like definitely, it's not like you're gonna lose a friendship because it's just your brother. You have something yeah, that's holding that you together facts. no matter what. That's so. a good. Point. You can tell your brother the brutal, honest truth, and even yeah. exaggerate it and yeah. fucking <laughs> and get on them for it. Yeah, like, yeah. instead of like someone that's, that's your friend that you might not want to hurt their feelings. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you all, you, you're, you have three brothers. Or yeah. I'm sorry, you have I'm two the same brothers. way with them. Like, I will fucking tell them and, and sometimes you all are in a nasty close way. in age, right? Yeah. You and all your brothers and then you all are obviously the same age. See, yeah. me, and, me and my brother are like five years apart. So I find brothers who are really close in age yeah. can be like that when like, I, I don't know how brutally harsh I yeah. can be with but my But it's brother, tough love yeah. though. It's part of being brothers. I think right. I think it I think it's more of a, a positive thing yeah. than a negative thing. Yeah. And I'm sure that like kind of translates sure, in your all's yeah. music too. Because it did yeah. with me when I was playing like basketball with Grant and Luke growing up. As we as we mentioned earlier, uh you all also produce mix write everything with your music. Um do one of you all favor like the production and one of you all favor like performing or mixing? Yeah, so I, tell me who's I who. do like all the production. Andy doesn't do anything for production. And then <laughs> lazy. Wah, wah, wah. Andy, lazy, but Andy does a lot more with vocals. Like he edits all the vocals and mm-hmm. then he does like the final mixes and like mm-hmm. masters everything. But I mix like the beat pretty much fully. We only tweak like a couple things, but like. Once I'm done mixing the beat completely is when he goes and he mixes the vocals into it because you can't really, like, mix a beat around vocals. It's hard. Right. It's, it's easier to do, like, vocals around a beat. And, yeah. Um, so then do he throws the ma- master on it and it's done. Do you all, like, did you just figure out that you like the production better than you? or? Well, he didn't take piano lessons when he was little. I did. Ooh. Absolutely. I'm not music knowledge at all. Wow. I've been, like, wow. I just can, like, hear harmonies and, and figure out melodies in my head for, like, a vocal. But, like, right. other than that, I just know music knowledge. Interesting. And I can, I can mix. That's it, too. <laughs> like, so, But, like, you have to, like, train your ear for all that, though. You don't yeah. just, like, magically, like, wander No, it takes a long time. It. Yeah, I've been yeah. mixing for, like, three years, so. Yeah, okay, okay. Mixing, I always found, was, like, even when I'm, like, editing the vocals for the podcast, like, that shit takes such a subtle ear, and it's mm-hmm. so delicate sometimes. It is. Like, vocals are really delicate. Really delicate. You can do, like, you can push up a meter, like, like one tick and it, you're just like oh my god this sounds like shit all of a sudden <laughs> like why do i sound like this uh what do you all have any any tips for i don't know maybe a podcaster or something who's mixing a, vocals a, a vocal well, chain uh, the fire vocal chain if you ever want to do it like we we make, we make jokes we're gonna make a t-shirt like this one time because <laughs> uh, it's just like a stupid saying it's a eq and ds before you compress that was, you know what I'm talking EQ about? EQ and DS before you, I know EQing, what's DS? DSing though? is like, it's like Taking a, um, a oh, wait, a yes, yeah, 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 yeah. okay, so like a, not, a, not the letters DS, no. the no. word DS, yes, DSing. okay, I do and know then, that. And then is, you yeah. compress, because like, once you, when you compress ah, something, it, it smushes everything together. Right, And it's right. really hard to EQ out frequencies after they've been compressed. So right. if you EQ before you compress, you clean up the signal before you compress it all together, and you DS before you compress. Yeah. the DS is going to bring out the T's and S's again. Right, so right. You, you have to take them out first, because if you do it after the compressor, it sounds like you have a lisp. That, so you I actually have experienced that exact problem before. <laughs> See, That's crazy. Because like, it's like, cause you, like, you stack the, the effects or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So if you do them in a 
different order, it like yeah. fucks it up differently. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. But also do all stages right. of compression too. Don't do all your compression with one compressor. You got to do like slightly. Like I have like three compressors on our vocal chain. Really? You have to do it in stages or else it just sounds bad. Now that I don't do. I definitely am a one compressor. Don't do one compressor. <laughs> yeah. One compressor and I like, I touch it up a little bit nice. and I'm like, yeah, yeah I think that's why okay. That's because with vocals, with everything really, you got to do it in stages. You can't make drastic changes right away. Yeah. It used to be like subtle stuff over and over Damn, again. That's so. crazy because now this podcast, these podcast vocals are probably about to be the cleanest vocals yeah. that I've ever had on the podcast <laughs> now that you have mentioned Also, that. third-party plugins are the way to go too if you get any of those. Like Waves is really fire. A lot of this stuff yeah, sounds But really I'm not editing the, the vocals like in uh, like a, a, a DAO or a DAW, okay, yeah. you know. And I mean, yeah. I can. I, I have Adobe Audition, but like I'm not like – I'm not in Ableton or like yeah, Pro Tools gotcha. or something like that <laughs> yeah. using it, but I I think I could probably figure it out. I bet these are going to be the cleanest podcast <laughs> vocals. That's really funny. Um, keeping on with the music, I, as I was doing research for this, I I you know I went to your all Spotify and I, for some reason in my mind you all had a lot more music out, but I've counted it. You have seven singles out. Mm-hmm. Um, is and I'm sure that there actually now that I know that we talked before the podcast, there's a bunch of tracks floating out yeah. in some unlisted and private yeah. links. But uh, why no full projects yet? I, I think I feel like, especially in this uh, age of music, like people are so quick to like try and get their mixtape out or try and get their little yeah. EP out or whatever. I, like we, we've thought about it, doing like an EP. Definitely not doing an album until like. We want to go on tour. Yeah, it's <laughs> like the, the only time thing. we'll do an album. Yeah, but yeah. with an EP, um, like it's just for now. To any like artist coming up, singles are the way to go by mm-hmm. far. You can like because if you drop an EP, you spend like months working on that project, like, and then you have one chance to promote it really, like, or else you just look like an idiot. Yeah. Um, and if that flops, like eight songs are just gone, and you can make eight really good songs and the whole have the whole EP flop. But you need to make, like, if you have eight really good singles and then just drop them and have a marketing budget behind each single, you'll get a lot more listeners from it. So don't do EPs <laughs> until you're huge. Like, mm-hmm. until the biggest thing that, like, so one guy told us this, like, he said, don't drop the EP until, like, people are literally dying to have it. Like, you need yeah. to be waiting until the last good minute point. to even start dropping an EP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Do you, do you think you all, like, so you basically just don't, at least an element of this is like, you don't want to waste, like, you know, if, if you waste release, people's attention, if you yeah. release eight songs and you think it's the eight best songs you've made, but only three of them like go yeah. crazy. You I don't want to waste that potential. Yeah. Yet. Plus it just keeps people, people on the edge of their seats. Like if you drop an album or an EP, it's just one day and it's just like, Oh, now the timeline gets longer. But if you drop one single one month and the single the next month and it keeps people like oh he's still dropping music like what is he mm-hmm. working up to and then you could drop an EP at the end of that like single spree which is like a tiny EP that just like is repackaged I think right. it just depends on like what type of music you make and what audience you're like trying to go for mm-hmm. cause like I think like, like a lot of like rap rappers like trap rappers I think like the mixtape route is kind of a, a good way to go yeah yeah you, definitely just putting out like like mixtape on like putting out like three or four mixtapes a year is like mm-hmm. a good way to go because like that's how like future came up gucci man came up like totally. all these like bigger like rappers like they were known for just their, the work dropping. the work ethic but like i understand like with other artists that like 
I don't know the thing. I think it just depends really. And mm-hmm. like what you, what your audience is like primed to like receiving. Yeah. It seems like yours well, is just yeah. singles. At right some now. point, like you gotta like slow your music career down. Like you get caught up. You, if you heard like how young thug got completely destroyed, like he was, he was making albums to pay for the albums he had already made. Yeah. Like he that's was in true debt too. to his label. Yeah. Like you can't just keep ripping out these albums. You're paying for that studio time. Yeah. And true. you're like, you're not getting the, the numbers you need to like pay for that. Like if you're just like constantly yeah. in there, like you're, you're not going to be able you to pay that. That's true. Like, I didn't think about it that way. It was, but as far as the independent artist goes and not like you, yeah. you can do what you want. Yeah. 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 You all could go make an EP tonight if you wanted to. Right. Yeah, like, and in the streaming era, bro, like you can do like kind of like what Jack did. He released four singles and mm-hmm. then put those four singles on an eight song EP. And there was yeah. just four new songs yeah. and dropped an EP. EP you know what exactly, I mean? But like yeah. all the streams from the four singles went towards the streams for the album. Yep. And people are already familiar with, half the albums yeah so they're probably a, a lot yeah. yeah yeah so it's yeah, like exactly. it's, i don't know it, it's a lot it's a lot Man, of different strategies you can do in the nowadays i've seen people yeah. do like they do some singles they drop the project and then they drop like a single after the project that's attached to the project like um when people like trippy reds dropping is very weird i don't yeah. like, like I, dropping like, a deluxe album with like 20 like, new bro. tracks yeah. he's dropped tr666 like four times understand. has anybody caught that like what tr666 has been dropped like four times uh, i i i don't know i'm not the biggest trippy it, red it leaked guy. like back in like 20 like 18, 2019. I like Trippy Red. And I don't like Trippy Red either. Uh, I do like uh, Trippy Red. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Trippy no, Red, no, I hope bro, you're not listening. I just listening. think like, like how, why? He literally dropped TR66 on his newest album, the album before that album, and then like another time. Yeah. And then it got leaked before that. Yeah. I wonder if that's him or it's like the label. Yeah. I don't know, but dude, like. <laughs> on, on a slight tangent here, uh, Trippy Red is not the only person to do this, but it's fresh in my mind now. When he dropped the deluxe of like the last album, and like I click on it, and it's like thirty-eight songs. What the fuck is up with yeah. people <laughs> dropping deluxe albums that have? I think that's the labels, bro. Dude, I don't. They're, they're trying to a deluxe album. I feel like should at most have like four to yeah. six yeah. extra tracks. Like, with a, with like a the cool Love Is Rage different two. album cover. Love Is Rage 2 Deluxe had Perfect. four songs. Had like Perfect. Loaded, 20 Minutes, Skirt Skirt, and Diamonds On My Wrist. Yes. Like all four bangers. All four songs bang. Yeah. You cannot tell me, I didn't listen to it, but you cannot tell me that every song on the Trippy Red Deluxe bangs. There, I, I don't, I, like, I would not it. believe that. I'm U- hey, it's it Uzi's up. fault. Uzi started this shit. Yeah, that's, yeah, dude, that is uh, true. Eternal Take, a Deluxe. And, but, but, the weird thing is, I think the deluxe version of Eternal Attack, like that half, yeah. is better than the yeah. the original one. We're so about to get Cardi Deluxe. I, d- I know he's a new album on the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'm sorry. Thank you all for li- listening to me uh, rant about Trippy Red. Shout out Trippy 38 album. Shout yeah, out 808 yeah. H2. Shout out Trippy Red. No beef or anything. No I just beef. like if Trippy Red. If you happen to hear this, I'm genuinely curious. Tell me why. I'd love to talk to you, Trippy. Come mm. on the pod. Come on the pod, Trippy. <laughs> um, okay. Back on to this. The reason why I really ask about making a project is because, um, and I alluded to this in the in the intro here, but I think you all you all have like this rabid cult fan base, and you all have only been making music or releasing music really for not even two years, right? I mean, yeah. like two ish, right under two years, something like that. 
Um, and as far as anyone making music in the area, I don't really see them with these crazy diehard fans like you all. Nah. Like every once in a while, I'll dip into your all's Discord out of curiosity and then I realize I'm far too old to be in there. I'm like not even that old. But one time I went yeah. in there and everybody's like th- like giving their ages and it's like 13, 15, 16. And I'm like, yo, I don't think yeah. I should be in this Discord. Um, but they, but these people like really love you all and really support you all and, and, and you know, have given you this great foundation for your music. Um, why do they love you all like that? It sounds like a weird question, I, I, but like, what is it? Though? It's basically like all just the discord. Like we didn't have the core fan base we had without the discord. Like as soon as we mm. made it, it was right after like the promoting sounds had posted tongue tied. And then the, mm-hmm. the TikTok like blew up with pop culture. And then yeah, Kevin, our boy from Austria hooked, hooked us up with the discord and then Shout like people out. joined and, we just got to know everyone better, and then as soon as you get to know like your favorite artists personally, like you just, yeah. it just becomes like a way better connection. Yeah, it's all about community nowadays, and yeah. like mm-hmm. really feeding your fans and like connecting Inclusion. with your fans. Yeah, like I don't know, like you guys have a fan page, don't you? Yeah, we, we have yeah. multiple like, fan pages. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like when you have fan pages, it's really important to like talk to them and like give them like exclusives like let them know like what's going on yeah because like even like the biggest like artists and rappers in the game like they they be tapped in with their fan pages and like their mm-hmm. community yeah. and that's what that's what like today's like era of music is like really all about mm-hmm. when you yeah. want to create like moments for real yeah do you all i mean how much how cool is it like how special is it to be able to talk to your fans like that for it's you guys cool. it's pretty cool yeah. yeah knowing that people like actually listen to our music yeah. so and yeah. it's feedback like 50 people waiting to give feedback like right away on right a song away. we haven't dropped you just post yeah, on the just, discord usually what we'll do is join the the vc and just like stream a stream a song we just made yeah. or something like that just check it out that's fire that's what i love about discord it's mm-hmm. like you can not only yeah. like talk to your fans text your fans but you can actually like get on a fucking call with them and mm-hmm. talk yep. to like 20 of them at a time you right. know and actually have a conversation if you're an up-and-coming artist you have to have a discord because yeah, like you're totally. blowing up on the internet there's nowhere everyone can meet and talk yeah right besides discord nobody's gonna build a community unless you have that yeah that is the true beauty of discord is that it, it takes all the like pockets of like where people are consuming and it's just like all in one place. It just yeah. puts it yeah. all right here. And then, you know, like like we were saying, this the video chat, you can hop on calls, you can do everything, pictures, videos. Yeah. It's, that's not, really cool. it's not even about the music most of the time in Discord. You're just like really just getting getting to know each other. Like mm-hmm. you really get to learn like the artists and like your fans like personalities and like Yeah. I don't know. It's it's super dope. Yeah. Um I, and I think this is kind of my last uh, uh, pre-written question here, but um, I think you all, it, it's also along the lines with the music, but I think you all have this very full, matured sound, like especially for being as young as you all are. Um, like, let me scroll up here. In Teenage Romance, like the the melody, first off, is 
Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, that's the wrong note. In Midnight Motel. This is what I was really struck by when I was listening to earlier. The production in it, and especially that like bridge right before the last chorus, is like a really mature, like sophisticated, thought out choice in the production. <laughs> yeah. Like I really love like the mood that you create with that. And I think going through your all's discography, you see the like quality trending upwards it's only gotten better for sure um so the progression is there i say all of that to say this the progression is there but where do you all see your sound going from here i think like until we take the biggest inspiration from people like john bellion who like are literally in studios with like massive sessions of like mm -hmm. orchestra i mean we probably won't have an orchestra in our songs but like just you might perhaps might. maybe someday, <laughs> but, maybe. One day, but um like just just keep like recording things like live, like just get better at like just using weird shit to make good music. And mm -hmm. like, I don't know, man, that's what you want to get in like one of the like old LA studios that has like half a wall of just like crazy <laughs> yeah, racks and nice. synth, just rack yeah. walls of synth. Yeah. That'd be sick. Is that, do you all want to incorporate more like live instrumentation into your totally, music. Yeah, yeah. If we ever do a show, uh, it's gonna be all live. At, at least like we'll have some backing tracks, right? But there's always gonna be like Mike ripping the guitar. Maybe I'll play a lead synth for something. I just yeah. I don't really know how to play music, but if you tell me what to play, like a lead synth, <laughs> yeah. I'll just shred the lead synth for you. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, the people who who uh, do vocals and all they have to do is hit like the chord on the synth <laughs> have the best job yeah, in the yeah, band, yeah. dude. I love that shit. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Um, but I, Ural's music actually would lend itself pretty well to being played live. Oh, too. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Have you all performed? Have you all played not a show? Not for three RAM. Mm -hmm. Like it's just gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of preparation if we, when we do yeah. a show. I want to have. I got to figure out who's gonna be in a band for the first. Like I don't <laughs> know who's gonna be in the band. We need some musicians. I gotta find some local musicians. Yeah. I know a couple of local right, musicians actually. Ian, if you're listening, no, that's it. That's my homie who gave us the mic today. Um, yeah, that's really cool, though. So, well, Dave, that that leads me to another question. What do you all want your live show to be? What do you all want it to I look want like? At least, like, those LED screens behind, like, something mm -hmm. that, like, represents our brand and, like, just, like, a cool visualizer because that, like, brings a whole different, like, element to the performance. Like, if you go yeah. to, like, the Thompson house, and then all the, do they even have a screen there? Mm. You gotta yeah. like, Wait, it just looks boring. No. Like if there's yeah. no lights at no. a show, it's like a really boring show. Like my dad's yeah. band is very like driven on their production of their performance. Yeah. And, like I feel like we, could, we should have something similar to that, except like more modern. They have like the old smoke machines, and, like, <laughs> like the laser <laughs> lights. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so uh, stupid. That's uh. <laughs> 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 That's really funny. No, but people do go. I mean, like, people can listen to music at home, right? But, yeah. like, for the live show, you have to have the. You got to like, step it up. It's got to be crazy. You got to yeah. blow their mind. Yeah. You know what? People always tell me, uh, I think this is really funny. When people see Tame and Paula live, I've heard this twice from two different people. They're like, it's the exact same music as you hear on the album. But the actual stage production is fucking crazy, though. And it, like, makes it worth it for people. Do they play all the know? songs live? Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, Kevin Parker, like, makes all the songs. But when they perform it live, I think he plays with his old band. Yeah. Um, but, but, like, people always tell me it's, like, the same music. But the lights yeah. just 
go crazy. Our That's vocal gonna, chain for our live performance is going to be nuts. Oh, we're not going to have like anything that's not going to be. Everything's going to yeah. have something attached to it. Like, yeah, we're going to have a crazy mixer or something. We got to figure all that out because we've never dabbled in like the live performance aspect. Yeah. That's a whole Different other game, element yeah. that you all haven't even like mm-hmm. tapped into yet. Yeah, dang, that's crazy. It'll be coming soon. Speaking of coming soon. I heard, uh, do you like that segue? That you like nice. that? You like that right there? Um, we have been given a, a, uh, 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 um, how do I want to bring this in? An exclusive? This is a motherfucking Soul Serum podcast exclusive, exclusive. bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to drop some funk flex bombs <laughs> off. Um, no, but you guys want to play, uh, well, we're only going to play, the, the listeners are only going to hear like 20 seconds of this, but us in this room are going to hear all of it. Um, but am I allowed to say the name of the song? Yeah, sure, yeah oh, go yeah. for it. We yeah. are going to listen to a little bit of Hit the Brakes by 3REM coming out April 2nd. Right, With right. Rip Loaf, R.I.P. Loaf, my boy. All right, let's give it a listen real quick. Wow, that was really fun. I didn't know what to expect or what we were getting into, but I really, really enjoyed that. Thank you. Um, is that, do you all want to like kind of move into this sort of hyper poppy realm? Mm, not really, but it's just like, we just, a lot of unreleased music sounds kind of like the same, but all has different vibes to it. Mm-hmm. Like this one's definitely more hyper pop than all the other ones. Yeah, but. yeah. I mean, I don't think this isn't like totally into the uh like for lack of a better term, like 100 Gex realm oh, where yeah, it's like yeah, really yeah. glitchy and really crazy, yeah. but like that production style that 808 hitting is like kind of in that yeah. hyper pop mm-hmm. realm, but I you know, it's interesting what I was thinking about when we were listening to it just now is it it sounds like and I, I don't I don't know how you all feel about this, but like it all it sounds like a like a bedroom anthem to me a little yeah. bit, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like like I got I got vibes to the video. Have you ever seen like do you know who Fatsy is? Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. You know what this video old me with mm-hmm. Fatsy and like all the guys that he's friends with? It's kind of like one of those run and gun videos where it's like just 93. like Yeah, with ninety three and um Shinigami. Hmm. I'm going to play it on mute. I'm just going to... Well, nah, fuck that. This is like a legendary song. (laughs) Is that a pull arm? Yeah, it's a pull arm. Jackie Floyd. Hot Topic vibes. Yeah. That's hard. Do you know any of those guys, Clay? <laughs> do, do you know any of those guys? Do I? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I do. No idea. I don't really listen to them, but like I know who they yeah. are. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Like I know this. I know the scene. To touch back on like the hyper pop stuff, like I didn't want that hit the break song to be like so hyper pop to where like, like when you pitch up the vocals, you lose like 
the cadence and like not the cadence, but like you lose like the the timbre. Or whatever it starts you call to it. become like, like ev- automated. Everybody yeah. sounds the same when you're hyper pop. Like, yes, it yeah. loses its like uniqueness to it because of like the artifacts that whatever like you're using to pitch it up does uh-huh. to it. Like it just doesn't sound like you anymore. It sounds but like hyper pop. You all, yeah. I think that's actually. I, I like that you said that because I think that song, like, I don't mean to use the term hyper pop. Like, it's, yeah, it's just I need the to find a better f- word. I need it. to find a better adjective. Say, like, anti pop or indie. Like, yeah. that's really what it is. Anti-pop. It's not hip hop, it's not rap. Anti pop is is kind of more the vibe, I yeah. think, right? Like, kind of like, would you consider like Gene Dawson's like yeah, anti pop, totally. right? Right. But I yeah. think that that's, it's a good blend of that style with Ural's style that we're already familiar with, too. Cause I think you all, one of the things that makes Ural's style so, uh, like, unique to me is is like the vocal cadence like i think that's really good that you yeah. are aware of that and you know that you don't yeah. want to take out his voice like that like because yeah. i think that is your vocal cadence is what makes you all stand out yeah. i think so real. i think so i mean like you're all gonna keep experimenting as far as like the sounds and shit go what makes it complement yeah. your vocals but mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like your vocals like don't sound like I can't think of anybody that they sound like you guys sound like. Yeah. I, mean, I think some of the sounds and instrumentation, now that I've listened to that again, it kind of reminds me of like, like what Breakins is kind of doing in a way. I yeah. guess. I guess. It's just those, it's, I feel like it's just like the, the blown out bass and the tonal. Yeah. Well, I, I, again, that's the first thing I can familiarize yeah, with. Cause true. I actually listen to break Breakins a lot. Yeah. I really like what he's yeah. doing. What, what, uh, what other sounds are you guys experimenting with in some unreleased music? Uh, we got uh, like a little bit EDM. Like we're working on um, the song we've been working on for like a year now called "All for You" or something. Like, but I just pulled up the project last night because we want to get working on it again. And there's probably like six different beats I've made to this song. <laughs> I was like, dude, how am I gonna? And it's all on my laptop too because I have a I have a PC now and I can work only on my PC. Yeah. And then I just went on my laptop and, like, dug through old FOPs and found, like, the stems that I liked personally from, like, the different beats and just threw them all into one master beat. And, like, I've been working on that. (laughs) How do you – is that common for you all to work on a song for that long? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. You all are are those types of artists. It takes forever to make a song. Well, that's – Hit the Breaks was made in, like, a week. Two weeks, two weeks. weeks. But sometimes, like – So that's abnormal. Like, Midnight Motel took a year to make. Yeah. Um, It it wasn't even, like – it's not going to take that long anymore. It's literally just, like, learning. Like, all we do is learn and learn and learn. Once we get to, like, a point where – it comes naturally and like we finish a song like hit the brakes like in three weeks and that's what we want but we've just been learning this whole time nobody's holding our hand through this process we have to like do everything ourselves do you all consider yourselves perfectionists yeah. yes <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely definitely i <laughs> i think your music comes off that way too like compared to like other artists that i'm listening to especially locally like mm-hmm like when the fu- like I, I you guys send me music and I hear it and there's so many different versions of it by the time it finally comes out it sounds totally different <laughs> from what it was when you first sent me it and I'm just like wow that just sounds like damn you know, near perfect <laughs> that's that is one thing that's like so cool about like music in the age of the internet is that like people like you all can take a year to like make a song mm-hmm. and like that's fine and then people can go uh, hear a beat, record, like freestyle the verse and like have it, it mix and master in like 15 <laughs> minutes and just like fucking drop Up- it or whatever. Like, I think that's so cool. Do, do you all, 
would you all ever do anything like that? Would you all ever just like drop some just kind of like hell? Yeah, no, we did. No, we did. <laughs> no. The fashion punks. Oh well, that was just like a whole different like persona. So we, like, we had this alternative fun. band over the summer in like quarantine. We called ourselves the fashion punks, and we like dropped. Tight. It was all freestyles, and like I made all the beats for them, and they weren't very good. But like some funny. of the, just the very guys. unique songs. Like we have, we have like way back songs. freestyle PP racks. Iceberg carrots. Iceberg carrots. We got some good songs, bro. Like, bro, I want to make a Soul Serum like unreleased uh, mixtape. Like, bro, a mi- we like something. Do. John, 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 I know John has got the hits. I, apparently, gotta, y'all got the hits. It's, I got quarantine hits under yeah, my yeah, belt, bro. Like, yeah. but I don't ever want to put it out. Yeah, I don't want to put it on YouTube, SoundCloud, yeah, 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 on SoundCloud like, under like all of our like yeah. aliases. So, five one three. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if I if I know you and I like you, I. I'll hit you with the with the Dropbox file, but like other than that, you probably never. I say I say we drop the whole tape and do a show at the Mad Frog. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do it at the Mockbee. You want to nah, do it at the Mad Frog. Frog. Mad Frog. It's gotta, gotta be, be at the Frog. Mad Frog. Do you all want your first performance to be at the Mockbee? Uh, the Mockbee. I don't know where. I have no idea where the first performance would ever be. I don't have any like. I feel like you all belong at like, I don't know, Madison Live. Madison Live is fucking is. sick, dude. Yeah. I like Madison Live. It's like a 400 Live. cap room. Like It's like not a huge stage. It's a little bit It's a smaller, intimate, intimate stage, enough room to have a band up there. Yeah. I and think cool, I, really cool lighting. Madison small, Live is packed fire. in. Cool. Screaming three gram lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the concert. Yeah. Me and Tanner are the oldest people there. Yeah. I, have, I have my eye on that venue for like the first Soul Serum show back. So. Yeah. That would be cool. I feel like these new songs are gonna have a lot of uh, more older appeal than our old yeah, songs. Yeah, they sound more yeah. mature yeah. for sure. Our music has matured like every year; it just gets more and more like mature and more higher quality, and just I don't know. Damn, that's really exciting because you all are really early on in your for development real. in your all's career too. Um, I tell them all the time they're so lucky to be like that young, but like know exactly what the fuck yeah. they want to do with their life. I did not know I wanted to do Soul Serum until I was 23, and I was a junior, <laughs> about to be a senior in college. Yeah. And I just completely did a 360 with my life. Yeah. Happy I did, but it's yeah. like, I wish I was 17, 18 years old and had these ideas and just this passion yeah. for something, you know? And I don't mean to, like, keep bringing up, like, the age difference, like, because I was the young kid hanging out with older people, like, for impor- a long time. So, like, though. I get it. It's just, like... Like, and I think you all probably know this, but it's like, it's important to hear it from like people who are older than you who've like already lived life. So that's like to bring it like all the way back, like when you all like get financially independent from your family, like that is scary as fuck. You all should be scared. Like, but you all are driven and passionate and, and I think you all have the ability to figure it, it out. One thing I've learned, bro, it always fucking works out. Like. One way or another, some fucking how it works out somehow. Yeah. You're alive. You're standing here. You're gonna be alive. Just yeah. Worry about your good health. Keep working. It's wholesome. You'll be okay. <laughs> Everybody, you'll be fine. You'll be okay. Serum <laughs> T-shirt by Tanner. Maybe. You'll be okay. <laughs> Take it easy. Um. Well, uh, is there anything that we haven't touched on or talked about that you guys want to speak on? Or mm-hmm. you got anything? 
You can you can say no if you want. I'm just curious. Well, we got big things ahead, though. We, yeah, we got like a lot of uh, a, a lot of drops planned. Well, not like planned, but like we want to start dropping at least a song every month because or Jesse just got his first deal from Hopeless and Shout he out didn't Jesse. sign it though. But uh, we're hoping like we start getting deals coming in and like that would be a blessing if we got in September. Like if we just get like a one year deal for like a good amount of money that could like last us that long, like one EP. Dude, I might as well take it because yeah. like we need the money. Like yeah. we're gonna get kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck, man. Uh, I hope if any A and Rs are listening, come holler at us. Mm-hmm. We don't need A and Rs. We just need record labels. We already got like the A and R stuff on. Like, uh, if any Eric's record team. labels yeah. are record listening. Labels. Oh yeah, shout out Eric too. Eric's cool. got our back. Shout out Eric, the homie. Um, well. With all of that being said, I want to remind everybody, as always, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, uh, the Soul Serum main page, the Soul Serum podcast page on Instagram. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You know the vibes. I got the graphics up in front of me right now. Join the Discord. Go stream uh, any of the three REM songs. Go watch all the Soul Serum (laughs) videos. Um, And with all of that being said... I, as always, am your host, Clay Bonin. Co-host, Tanner Mavis. Three round. Damn, synchronized. Really good, really good twin content right there, you guys. All right, thanks, y'all. Appreciate it. Deuces.